You can start me up. Start me up. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's never a Rolling hold Stones on, fan. Hold on. I don't get I'm that. I'm gonna do a little. I'm gonna do a little chair Mick Jagger dance. Go. <laughs> I'm looking to the side. I'm looking to the other side. <laughs> I, I'm doing that thing with the arms. Uh, hey, it's uh, it's Tuesday, kids. We're on we're on target this week. Um, Stay on target. Stay on. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, the force is strong with this show. Um, so it's, it's Tuesday, uh, and, and it's, it's, it's on taking pictures and, and here we go. Uh, my name is Jeffrey Sidoris from, uh, from Fade and Blurt. I've, I've got my, Bill, I've got my, my coffee. Uh, 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 I've got my Pips mug. I've got my Pete's latte. So does, and, does drinking uh, out of a Pips mug, like automatically give it a little juice? A little bit. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and the non, the non coffee, you, you, you're not, a, you're not a coffee person. No, can't stand it. Uh, uh, the, the, the non coffee drinking Bill Wadman. Uh, although the other day I went and had, Hey, I what? just need to give you a little, before you get into that, yeah. before, before you do whatever it is that you're going to do, which yeah. I'm sure is, you're going to give me crap about something, which, is, which I'm sure is, is it's fascinating. It's fascinating. Yeah. Uh, nice portrait you put up the other day. Which one? Uh, hold on. The girl me, or the me, guy? The girl. Brie. Yeah. She's Brie. a beautiful girl. Really nice shot, man. Thank you. She's, yeah. uh, you know, that actually, <laughs> that actually, uh, re- remember that for the middle of the show when we talk about something else. All right. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Uh, she's, it's, she's good. It's, it's, she's an old friend of mine from 365 portraits. So I've known her for it, it, seven it, years now. It strikes me as a, uh, 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 Oh, uh, what's her name? What's, what's the actress's name? Uh, was married to Sam Shepard. Was uh, Jessica Lang? <laughs> Jessica Lang. Okay, strikes yeah, me as that. kind of a Jessica Lang type of a thing. Uh, I Very like nice. Jessica Lang. Thank you. Yeah. Um, all right. Where do you want to start? Oh wait, wait. Before we start that, let me ask you a quick question. <laughs> you, you're selling your camera? I don't. Maybe. Maybe. Wait. You, maybe. I I seen posts. I've seen references to you selling your camera. I I, I did say something about it. So yes. what are you doing? I love this camera. I do love the camera. I do love the camera. So what's the problem? Um, I, 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 I have some, some things coming up that, that I'm going to, uh, to need to do some video. Okay. And, and the, none of the Fuji cameras are good at video are, are good at video. That's not what they're so, made for. No, they're stills cameras. And, and, you know, I can, I guess I can keep it and just buy another camera, uh, so I'm, I'm toying with it. Nobody, nobody has really responded. So, you know, maybe I'll keep it by, de- by default. Okay. Um, I was just, but I, I no, I, I love the camera, uh, and it, it performed beautifully in DC. Yeah. Oh, but you also got to play with my camera in DC or oh, in Philly. Man. Yeah. And that's, yeah. For those of you who didn't know the story, uh, Bill was kind enough to bring his, his Leica M4. Yep. And and let me shoot a bit with it uh, on, on the streets of Philly, and I got to tell you, it, it it is worth all of the the coveting and the talk that we that we have devoted to. It's a beautiful machine. Yeah, that's the thing. It feels like a machine. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a really beautiful. You got to get that film developed. See if it's any good. Uh, I'm I'm bringing it in this week. As a okay. matter of fact, good. I've just been under the weather. So, uh, but I'm back. All I'm right. back. So, I've, I, my question for you is: Are are you an artist or are you an entrepreneur? This, you know what? This is the discussion for today. Artist <laughs> okay. or not? This has been wrecking me, 
Where did this come from, though? For a while. Um, for for me, it came from uh, Alex Bloomberg's podcast called Startup, which is terrific. If you haven't, uh, if you haven't, it's about him starting a company. It. Yeah, it's about him starting his podcast company. Now, now I've got a couple things to to pick with this. First of all. You know, it's he 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 bills it as you know it's it's the startup it's the uh, you know the startup story that you don't hear the 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 starting a business that you don't hear whatever. Sure. Okay, here's the thing. He is still in kind of the one percent because he's got a very specific yeah. pedigree. Yeah, yeah. He's, you know? and he's also whoever he's talking to knows that they're going to be getting free press by being on the podcast. Yes. So this this is not like like you know me going to start. I'm not going to get people wanting to give me the kind of money yeah. he's got. I started planet money. I worked on, you know, yeah. uh, this American life. Uh, so, so he brings with him uh, yeah. a, a pedigree or a resume that, that 99% of the other people out there that want to start a podcast or a podcast company yeah. don't bring. And I, I noticed somebody else mentioned, I think it was probably like Leo Laporte or somebody <clears throat> was talking about that show and kind of saying something along the lines of, yeah, thanks. Oh, suddenly, oh, you've invented podcasting. Like, right, like we've right. all been here for years. Right. And oh, now it's cool enough for you to 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 hop yeah. on board. And that that's the other thing is that that you know there, there's a revolution, and I'm yeah. you know kind of, yeah. no no you're no, nowhere no. near the head of it, dude. The head of right. it's six years back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. So, um, okay, but anyway, so what did he say? What happened? Well, it, one of the episodes, he was he was talking to to an investor. And uh, the investor asked him point blank, you know, you, you need to figure out, are you an artist or an entrepreneur? In the sense of, are you, are you somebody who's making a podcast and writing about it? Or are you the guy who's going to be working the company? Is that sort right? Of, okay. That's kind of the, the gist of it. Okay. And, and that, that hit me square in the jaw because this is what I have wrestled with for the better part of five years, you know, in, in, in starting Faded and Blurred, you know, I had this, this idea that it was going to be this and it was going to go somewhere and it was going to evolve into whatever it was going to evolve into. And, and there was going to be me at the head of it. The problem is, the problem is I'm not an entrepreneur. I don't think like an entrepreneur. I've tried to, but I just don't, I just don't have that way of thinking. I, I, I don't look at things that way. I don't, you don't have the eye of the tiger. That, that's right. Or, no, the, I, or the thrill of the fight. No, but uh, to some extent that, that is what it's about, right? I mean, it's about priorities. It's about, I don't think it's no, no, about I don't think what it's, part of it you care more about. I don't, I don't think so. Okay. I don't do think, think it's because I, I do care about the business end of it. I do care about uh, the promotion end of it. I do care about, I just don't, that's just not my strength. That's not my forte. My forte is, is making stuff. My forte is, is making the content, having conversations, writing about things, you know, those are making the actual end product, figuring out how to get it out to people. That's not my strength. Figuring out how to get people to pay for it. That's not my strength. So, so, you know, I, I can't shoehorn myself into the boots of an entrepreneur just because I want to be that. And I think there are a number of listeners out there who I would venture that there are a number of listeners who are wrestling with the exact same thing. 
yeah. that they they there's, want there's a to, co-host who's wrestling with you yeah, that's right that's right that's right <laughs> you know they you know you want to make the stuff yeah not necessarily also be the person that has to figure out yeah. how to monetize it how yeah. to make a living from it and that's what i'm wrestling with yeah i yeah i i make a living doing what i'm doing but i don't do it to make a living right and and you know, we've talked about this several times. You're not very good at the making a living of it part. No, I hate that part. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, so I'm, I'm, you, you know, I'm fine at it. I, I, I muddle my way through, but I'm not driven by the, right. the business side of things. Right. And the, and the people like, like, like Dumas or, or, you know, like Leo or, yep. you know, the, 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 the guys on fizzle, Uh, they are entrepreneurs. They go, okay, here's this idea. Here's how we take it into action. Here's how we monetize it. Here's how we get it going. Okay, good. That's done. Now let's go on to the next one. Okay. Here's an idea and you know, wash, rinse, repeat. Right, 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 right. Nothing I can do is going to make you like, is going to make me think that way. And so, so it, 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 it gets to a point has gotten to a point, I believe where, you know, Maybe it's time to take on either a different sort of way of looking at it, or maybe it's time to partner up with somebody who does really get going on that side of it, but, but doesn't really want to do the content part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, I, I understand what you're saying and you know, that's why I have it's, an agent, yeah, but, but that, that's, I was just going to say but, that's your but the, agent. But the flip does side the of that. I mean, less so in, in my particular instance, but in an entrepreneurial sense, if, if, if you go in with somebody who is all about the business, I feel like it quickly becomes about the business and that deprecates the whatever it is the product is. Sure. That, well, that's the, that the person downside, making the product right? is now just an employee of the guy who's do, dealing with the business part of it. Right. You know, right. And, and I think there's, there's that, there's sort of that, um, lack of import yep in any of that i mean it's the years of working in advertising where it's like the guy selling the ads is worth more than the guys making the ads like that just seems weird to me but sure you know go ahead you were saying it's well no i was just gonna say it's it's just a very strange position to be in uh that coupled with i you know we we talk about bloomberg's answer by the way uh I, I don't know that he gave a real concrete answer. I mean, he, I, I think he's on both sides of it because yeah. he's he's very talented at what he does. Uh, I, I think he's very good at at uh, the hosting and and the interviewing part. Uh, he does have a business partner, um, but I, I you know I yeah. I don't you think don't- he could not be good at it, given how many years he's been doing it and and where he's come from. Maybe he's not as good at it as he wants to be. Yeah. But I think he he's he's definitely got uh, some ability in that area that I don't have. You know, it's interesting because the remember the Federal Donuts place we went down in down in Philly. So yes. that place, the place across the street, a few other restaurants are are run by that guy that I had took pictures of a few months ago, right? Or like a month and a half ago. And uh, Heather and I saw an article. She sends me a link online, and apparently. The there was an interview with the the business partner guy. It's, you know, it's the chef guy and a business partner guy. And okay. the business partner guy, an interview with him talking about how they were thinking of expanding Federal Donuts into Baltimore and New York. You know, basically they're gonna. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know what? That's not the chef guy I know doing that. 
That's the business guy talking. Like right. so even this guy has the money guy next to him. So he's right. the talented, you know, restaurateur, you know, guy, the chef. Sure, sure. But, but then he's got the money guy next to him to deal with all that crap. Right. Um yeah, it's I mean it's it's a different way of doing it. Now on the other side of that, I know we talk about this before, but pips uh uh, uh, um, they they have been approached uh, to to franchise to to expand to do yep. other locations, and uh, and Nate has said no. That's that's not my thing. That's not why I'm doing this. I want right. to be the guy making the donuts. I want to be the guy you know running the neighborhood business. Right. You know we put ourselves on this location on Fremont. Instead of downtown, because we want people to want to be here. We want, we want it to be an effort to get here because it's worth the effort, we think. How long has that guy been around? Uh, gosh, I, don't, I think a year and a half. Okay. Yeah. I think a year and a half. And they, they just, they're going to do a, a truck. They're going to do a donut truck. Yeah. I just, you know, it's, it's, time will tell whether one is yeah, a better idea exactly. than another. Exactly. Um, but I mean, so it's, it's been wrecking me, man. And, it, and well, do, you, do you think that that has something to do with the, the, um, frustration you had in growing faded and blurred? Yes. Right. Absolutely. Right. So, so, Absolutely. so in, in some ways you were the wrong guy for the job as it were. Yes. Not, not, I'm trying not, I, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm no, 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 not, 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 you I'm don't not, understand what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm the right guy for, for the job of writing the work. Yeah. You know, and it's the the other thing we we talk about style, uh, photographic style, and and it is my opinion, and I think it's your opinion as well that you can't predetermine a style that a style emerges. Yeah, you do it, and you kind of come out on a style. Right. You look back and you go, oh, okay. You know, this is this is there's a theme, there's a style. Yep. I've not taken my own advice with regard to moving forward with process driven or 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 everywhere people or or any of this, I I've, I've spent so much time and energy now. And I was talking about this with, with, uh, Freddie Clark, uh, uh, yesterday. Uh, I've spent so much time trying to figure out what it means before I've even started. Yes. And I can't possibly know what it means until I start. But I'm on this sort of little treadmill, a little, you know, hamster wheel thing. I got to figure out what it means before I start. But yeah. you, you feel like if you start and you are not focused, then you're going to be putting your energy, wasting energy. Yes. Again. Right. Because I'm, I'm, I'm so in the back of my mind concerned or, or aware or even afraid of another five years going by and I've worked my way to the middle. Sure. Again. Yeah. And, and <clears throat> absolutely. And you know what? It's true. I mean, I, I have had the same, um, the same experience working on projects or ideas that I have, the more I think about them before I start, the less successful they are. And this is, this is where I, I think I've gotten to, uh, you know, with your counsel and talking to Freddie and, yeah. and just thinking it through and, and I, I just need to go. Yeah. You know, I've, I've got a dozen people on the list who have already said, yeah, I'd love to sit down and talk right. to you. So what's stopping a great, you? Well, me. Okay. Me. Like, like listeners out there, I'm sure you guys are out there listening. What's stopping you? You. Right. Because guess what, gang? You're the only one that can decide when to start. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the only one that gets to decide when to send the email to go, hey, let's record this Thursday. 
Yeah. You know, can you do it? Yesterday I was, uh, I was working on, I'm trying to, I got back on the thing and trying to finish this, the, the interview with Todd Reynolds that I did in June. I like, I edited it down and then he and this I were going video back. And, yeah. And he and I yeah. were going back and forth for a while and you know, he had issues and I had issues. So we, and I went back and I edited it again and he seems happy with it and I seem happy with it. And I was, I was going into the next step of taking the video while I was shooting, I made the rookie mistake while shooting video of doing a two hour conversation, some of which the light was available light, which means okay. the light shifted over light. time. Sure, yeah. sure. And so I have to bring it in. I have to basically go in clip by clip and try to do the best. I'm not going to be crazy anal about it, but, you know, to try to, to equalize sure. them so it's not distracting as you go across it. <clears throat> and... um and it's usually just sort of the fill side. Like I had a light on him, but it was like getting filled by a window that I didn't realize was giving that much light. Um, and so I, I I needed to do that. And now Final Cut 10 is not very good at that kind of stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to learn how to use DaVinci Resolve and I'm going to go do it in there. So, okay. so uh, this this is what uh, uh, Gary Yost uses. It's what Gary Yost uses. Yep. Is what a lot of high-end people use. And I've pl- toyed with it before, but I've never actually like dug in deep. And so it's free too, like the the light version, which really doesn't have many restrictions. You can just download it and use it. And so I, I brought stuff in and I was like, you know what? I'm going to learn today how to use DaVinci Resolve. And I watched like two hours of tutorials on, you know, how to use, you know, sort of like the basics of using DaVinci Resolve. Like, you know, the, oh, this is how they want you to do things. And you go, oh, okay. You know, that kind of stuff. But, you know, I did it and I graded the thing and it looks pretty good. And I'm like, you know what? It's only because I decided to sit down and learn how to do that and just do it. You know, like mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's no way out, but through, you know? Yeah. I, that, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. You know, and, and I've, I've, I've thought myself as I have done often in my life, I've, I've thought myself into paralysis. Yes. Well, this is, this is a, the question is if you've been doing that for, uh, one, two, three, carry the one 76 years <laughs> dick <laughs> um, seriously though if, if you've been doing that for 30 years right like of adulthood um can you actually break that i, I, I have a question so. myself that's you know i think so and, I'll, and everyone's I'll, I'll got you, bad habits right yes and i'll tell you one of the reasons why uh one of the reasons uh, one of the reasons i was in dc was was to meet with uh, a woman named Michelle Fassini, right. who is uh, a I don't know what what actually her title is, but she restores serious badass. I think is, yeah, I think it's her yeah. Title. She is yeah. This she's not messing around. Yeah. Uh, she restores art for the National Gallery. Um, and and uh, one of the pieces that she's working on right now is a is a Degas, the uh, pastel, a Degas pastel. Um, and she's serious. I mean, this is the, she is one of the top in the world. Yeah. You don't mess that up. No. Uh, and, and she was kind enough to, to take me behind the scenes in the national gallery into the labs where they restore art. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's Jeffrey walking through the door after she has opened it with key card and retina scan because they're serious about security. I want a retina scan. Oh, it, Bill, it's so it's was it's it as like, badass as you'd imagine it being? Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> you know, it's like a it, little voice, you know, and she yeah. puts her eye up, and it's doot, 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 and then the door pops open. You're like, okay, 
This My is, name is Warner Brandis. Yeah, yeah. This is serious, <laughs> right? Yeah. So you walk through like in the Verify painting lab, me. for example. And and they're, honest to God, they're just sort of leaning up against the wall is is a Rauschenberg right. that's that's next up on the list, you know, or or whatever it is. So uh and 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 seeing this stuff, having a conversation, having a conversation that I am frankly struggling to to keep up with because I, I, I'm just so giddy in talking to this woman. Right. Uh, was w- wildly inspiring. And, and having that experience and going, okay, dumbass, all you have to do is reach out and you get to have these kinds of experiences over and over and over again if you just get out of your own way. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the thing, right? Yep. True. Uh, it, it's really just that simple. It's get out of your own way. And okay. Go ahead. No, that, no, I, I think, I think you're right, but haven't you had this? Have you ever had this realization before? I don't think to this degree. Okay. Okay. I don't, I, I think I'm not trying to be a pessimist. I just, no, no, I, no, no. I've had the I, same I, things myself where you come up with a realization and things change for a while. It's like trying to get back to going to the gym, you know? Yes. And, and maybe, maybe it has to do with the, and, and, and this is going to maybe come off weird, but maybe it has something to do with the level or my perceived level of the person I was talking to. Yeah. I've got to step up my game. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah, you're playing against a better tennis partner. Yeah. I've, I've got to do better research. She was kind enough to, to recommend some books on Degas. It's a couple of her favorite books on Degas, which I've ordered. Um, and, do you and feel like your questions felt light. Um, I, I don't feel like they felt light. I felt like they felt uninformed this was sort of the pre, this was, this was the first time I'd, I'd spoken to her. Okay. So you're going to, you're so, going to, so you, this is where you get to meet her, see what she's doing, whatever it is, but then you're going to sit down at some other point and actually talk. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, you I feel like allowed. I got to get my game in, in check before I actually talk to her again. Yes. Yeah. But the energy bill yeah. that I took away from this, you know, having lunch and, and walking sure. through the national gallery and, yep. and hearing her, speak so not only eloquently, but passionately about what she does and how vital it is and how important it is and, and how much joy she gets from it. Yeah. That's the fuel. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's me going, okay, idiot. So what's what's the problem? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. See, yeah, Yeah. you've been there. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I always, (laughs) That's why I was my sister when she, you know, walks across the mall from her work to where the kids go to school in the Natural History Museum or whatever it is. You know, she just walks across that mall all the time. Yeah. And it's like, how do you not get inspired I, every day? I don't know. Yeah. 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 Having only been there for, you know, a couple of days. And to some extent, that's why even looking out my window, I'm, you know, I can stare at the World Trade Center Tower and it's like, right. oh, oh, right. I'm in New York. You know, so I, in some ways, that's one of the reasons why I'm here is just to sort of get that sort of get off your butt, Wadman. It's all happening right outside your window. Yes. Um, 
Yeah. So that I think that's how it's different. All right. So the trick. So the trick is for you to find an entrepreneur to work with, or up your entrepreneurial skills. That or or there's a third option I think, which is <laughs> is to just do the work. Yeah. I'm not, I'm I'm not trying to. Uh, like, like Bloomberg, I'm not trying to create a podcast company, right? You want You want to be pips. I'm yeah. I'm just creating the podcast. I'm not creating some sort of, you know, production pipeline and framework. And that's not what I'm doing. All I want to do is have the conversations. And I think with, with this show, with, with, you know, process driven with uh, a, a couple other things that are, that are newly uh, in, in the works, I think I have not only the ability, but the opportunity to do just that if I just tweak the way I see it. Yep. If I tweak my expectation from it, and maybe this will resonate with some of you out there that, that it's, it's it, it, you know, we, we were talking about contact and interstellars before uh, the show. Small moves, Ellie. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, maybe my expectation of what's to come is is... What's keeping me from moving forward? So in some ways, you almost, you need to be more myopic in the sense that you need to be looking down at the road in front of the car, not six miles ahead. Right. That's exactly right, Bill. Because for the last five years, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. And and in some ways, then you're you're not experiencing the drive because you're just staring out at where you're headed. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're going to try this. I'm going to try this, this different perspective and see where it goes. And I, and I, and I invite you guys. I knew you were going to say that. What? I I was waiting for the, and I invite you all to come on to the journey with me. (laughs) Wow. Why are you going to give me a hotel? No, it was good. I was just waiting for it. (laughs) It's, you know what that shows that you've become a presenter. Yeah. All right. All right. No, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> That's I'll a good that. thing. I'll take that. Well, let's let's talk about Animoto. Okay. Uh, yeah. You now. What do you, you want to know? You know everything about it. What huh? do you want? What do you need to know? All how, right. How may I help you with Animoto? Okay. So what I understand is that you <laughs> go in and you you give it pictures and video even from your phone. Yes, there's an app. Yeah, you can do and, and you, can you make say, one of these right from your app. I yes. want this kind of music and it's all licensed already. Yes. Yeah, they 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 have uh clips. I think tr- is it triple triple scoop? I think it's triple scoop. Okay. Uh in addition to the the the, the sort of uh list of of things. and you can search by newest, most popular, uh you can search by genre. Uh it's pretty cool. Okay. And then you 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 basically press make me a video of this in this theme and it just goes and does it. Yes. Yeah. It generates it right there on the fly. Uh, there are, there are in the, in the same way that there are WordPress templates or, or sure. Squarespace templates. Sure. Uh, you get kind of a little preview of, of what it's going to look it's like. It's like an iMovie template. Yes. Yeah. And then you, you drag and drop your photos. You can drag the order. You can add video. Uh, you can add title cards. You can drag everything around, get it, get it just the right order that you want it to. Yep that you want it to be in. Uh, uh, and then what the other thing that's cool is you can, you can manually choose uh, the length between uh, uh, clips or, or stills, okay. or you can just say, time it to the music. 
and oh, it'll it'll do everything okay. based on the length of the song. You have 30 pictures. It's uh yeah, 2 minute and 40 second song, so we're going to be each on the screen for 3 and 6 yes. or 8 seconds yeah. or whatever. See, that's pretty cool. All right. It so, is really cool. Look, Animoto is the easiest way to create and share high quality videos. Uh, you just use your photos and video clips you already have to even take them from your mobile device. Uh, the Animoto Voto, uh, Animoto videos, Animoto Voto, Animoto Voto, <laughs> Animoto videos can be used for just any occasion, uh, for personal use, you know, share your kids' photos, weddings, holidays, or for your business to promote new products and services. They got a wide range of professionally designed video styles to suit your different uses and give your videos that polished look that you're looking for. Uh, they've got a large library of commercially licensed music, which takes uh, makes it hassle-free to incorporate songs in your videos without worrying about usage rights. And let me tell you something. Trying to find music you can use legally, it is tough and a pain yeah, in the yeah, neck. Yeah, because guess what, uh, event photographers? You too didn't give you permission to use that song. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's, that's why <laughs> okay. in all my little short films, I use songs that I wrote most of the time. Yeah. Uh, They've got, uh, and the videos are hosted in the cloud, so there's no need to worry about where to store them or how people will view them. And they make it easy to share your video to Facebook, to Twitter, to YouTube, to Vimeo, anywhere you like, just a click of a button. And look, it's great. They let you, they let you edit their uh, photos and videos uh, that you'll be proud to share with your clients. So if, yeah, if you're, if you're a, 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 a photographer for events and that kind of stuff, just add this onto your, like as a value add. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, I'll take all these pictures. Yeah, you'll get them delivered. Yeah, you get these prints and you get this video that I put together for you, you know, and uh, they got a free trial, of the pro product. So it's risk free to try uh, 1080p HD videos, commercially licensed music, video styles, co-designed, co-designed with photographers. These are awesome features with Animoto Pro. And you can increase your sales by showing clients their photos within a video because evoking emotion is the key for sales, Jeffrey. You got You got You got You got to get them where it hurts. You know what I'm That's saying? That's why we buy. It's yeah. an emotional response, yeah. right? And uh, so market your business on the second largest search engine in the world, which is YouTube, which is actually owned by Google as well. Great so for SEO. Yeah, I was just going to say. Not yeah, to mention great for keeping people on your site longer. This is great for keeping keeping people on your site longer. So uh, check out Animoto. Uh, so go learn more. Support the show by visiting animoto.com slash pictures. That's A-N-I-M-O-T-O dot com slash pictures. And if you use the offer code pictures, if you use the offer code pictures at checkout, you'll get 10% off a new pro annual subscription. Thank you very much to Animoto for supporting five by five and not taking pictures. Uh, okay. So we've got lots of, we've got lots of stuff to get through. We need to come up with a jingle for them. Like, like in like overkill Animoto pro put up some pictures and video. (laughs) That's good. I like that. I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think maybe one, one, one more round. One, one more, more. <laughs> that needs a little bit of tweaking. Yeah. yeah. One, yeah. one more, more polish. Wow. Uh, All right. Okay. So did you see this, this whole thing about Kira Knightley going topless? Uh, I did. Okay. I did see this. Okay. So yeah, she, she's, she's all, you know, anti Photoshop and okay, whatnot. Okay. So right, 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 right. So this is okay. Apparently, according to this stupid article, which I'll stick in the show notes and excuse me for, a, it being a stupid article and me, you know, putting it in there. Uh, but, uh, you know, it says, Kira Knightley just joined the ranks of celebrities who are taking a stand against Photoshop, you know. And basically they put up this unedited, quote unquote, black and white picture of her topless in Interview Magazine or whatever it is. But, uh, but here's the thing. Right off the bat, unless they shot this with a Leica M, there's yeah. been Photoshop used. Yeah. 
I, I'd be very surprised if it, yeah, if it wasn't processed in some way that, you know, and, and, and here's where it comes in the part where I said, remember this for later. Okay. That picture I took of Brie. Yeah. Brie's a beautiful woman. Yeah. I mean, yes, I did photo, you know, I, that's retouched photo that you saw, but she looks good without all of that. This girl is Kira Knightley. She's beautiful without the Photoshop. You know what I mean? But that's not true of everybody who gets in front of a camera, many of whom, for whatever reason, want to look better or need to look better for, you know, all kinds of reasons. Well, uh, can, can, you, can you make a blanket of no Photoshop? They're, because they're not against Photoshop. They're against Photoshop that makes them look bad. Or, or yes, or that people realize has been done because there was the some um, uh, <clears throat> cover of something that she her boobs got enlarged or something. Right. I mean, uh, what if you show up on on a, on photo day and you've got a big blemish, or yeah. uh, you know, you 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 smile and you've you know something's just off with your smile, or there's a who knows what. Yeah. Are, yeah. are we allowed to make you look better? Or are we just not allowed to make you look bad? Right. Because these, these sort of blanket paparazzi, no, I'm against this or I'm against, it's, it's just comes off as silly. It does come you know, off as silly. It's, it's, it's not, like, I mean, you, I guess the I understand that Kira Knightley has a job is because of pe- professionals doing professional work on her. Is she, well, you know what? Is she anti-makeup? Right. Stylist? Yeah. Anti-stylist? Yeah. Okay. Anti-fashion design. Okay, show yeah. up in your own clothes to yeah. that next premiere. Exactly. Like then remember the uh, remember the um, who was the uh, um, the people who went in with Chuck Close when he did those big Polaroids for oh, Vanity right. Fair right, last right, year, right. Or whatever we talked about. And he said, you know, come in your own clothes, no makeup artist, no whatever, like just as you are. Now Chuck Close can get away with that because he's Chuck Close. If I was hired to take those pictures and I took that picture and handed it back to Vanity Fair. You know what I mean? Unless I was yeah. known for that style, they'd be like, what is this? You know, I mean, I, I guess I understand what what she's trying to get at. I just don't. I don't think. Go ahead. I don't know. I, I don't I don't. It's not Photoshop's fault. Yes. Fair enough. Yep. 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 Yeah, it's not Photoshop's fault. It's the users of Photoshop's fault, and there's there's an argument to be made there for all kinds of stuff. Sure, but but even then, is 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 the user at the behest of the art director who is taking directives from the creative director who is taking directives from yeah. the client who yeah. whose know, fault so is it? Who who what are we talking about here? Yeah, and you know what? Like even it's the, not the retoucher's fault. You know, yeah, you know when you um, when you look <clears> at. Uh, certain pictures yeah and they'll say they'll say oh look what they did here they tucked in this they bid that they changed the shape of her legs they did whatever that's not it's yeah that's not the retoucher and usually it's not even the photographer who's making those decisions that's the creative director or the designer or the editor of the magazine who says make her make her legs a little skinnier right for whatever reason or make this longer or do whatever it is and to some extent the the, the problem becomes is that that you are you, those pictures are now competing with people who are cheating. It's, it's sort of like a doping thing. You know what I mean? It's right. like, how am I supposed to compete with the guy who does take steroids if I don't? Yeah. It, but it, again, it's not, it's not the professional behind the, the interface. It's, it's the societal. Yes. It's the decisions that are made. Perception and, of beauty. Yeah. And yeah. And the market for beauty. 
right? Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, we need, you know, we're selling Glamour magazine or Cosmo or Vogue. Well, that's sitting next to the competitor's magazine and you're going to pick up the cover that looks, I mean, that's the game. Right. You know, I've been watching The Wire a lot lately, so it's all about right. the game. There you go. Um, but I don't know. I just, it, it was interesting. And I, look, I, Look, I understand Photoshop is used too much. I understand the world is hypersexualized. I understand all of these things. But I also think that she looks beautiful just standing there with nothing, you know, changed on her because she's a gorgeous she's she's one of the 1% of the 1% beauty-wise. Sure. So sure, it's easier for you to stand up with a nice like one big soft box and you standing there on black and white film or whatever. It's going to look good cuz you look good. But that's not true of everybody. You know, um, I don't know. It's interesting. Anyway, I'll put the links in the show notes for those of you who haven't seen it. What do you think of this, uh, <laughs> this, uh, early, early 20th century selfie pictures thing? Did you see this? Uh, I thought it was really fun. Actually, it's pretty cute. And, and look at, look at the size of the camera. Yeah. 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 The it size- takes two people to hold this camera and look how wide angle the shot is yeah, too. Yeah. I, uh, I think it's pretty cool actually. Yeah. It's like, and it's, it's a bunch of like old guys too. Yeah. You know? So which one are you? Oh, there it is. <laughs> Sorry, had to do it. You can you can just see me right there. I, I, I was I was rocking that mustache, wasn't I? What do they say? Nineteen oh nine or nineteen something like that? Nineteen oh nine. See, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's I don't know. Yeah, and the, apparently, okay. Uh, just goes to show you, though, right? Uh, this is uh, yeah. Saint Group shot. Uh, what is this? Group shot belonging to Joseph Byron and friends at the turn of the twentieth century. Byron's great grandson tom uploaded the sepia toned images onto quora during a call out for best selfie i love his caption his caption read my great grandfather started doing this as early as 1909 that's awesome it really is i I think this is fun (laughs) and and i i really love the context the 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 photo from the side kind of kind of showing them yeah yeah, or or showing another group in some ways that's the part that makes it right yeah you know, it's like this, this whole idea of, oh no, it's not just, yeah. It's oh yeah. A, it's a different, different group of people. So we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to stick this in the show notes. Is it a different yeah, this, group this of people or a different yeah. hat? A uh, different group. Cause this is 1920. Oh, okay. All right. Oh yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So different, uh, the same idea. But, yeah. Oh yeah. On top of roof. what yeah. are the St. Saint Patrick's cathedral, December, it, 1920. You know, yeah. it also shows everything new has been done before. <laughs> You know, <laughs> multiple times by multiple people. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's, uh, I just wanted to throw this in here. It's not a, a big thing, but it could be fun read for people. There's an article I found. I don't know who linked to this. It's photobox.com slash AU and slash evolution of photography. And I'm, I'm going to put yeah. a link in the show notes. Uh, kind of a, a cool parallax scroll. Yeah. One of those pages. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and they were talking about, yeah, you like this whole style. You think this is going to feel really old in a couple of years? I think it already feels really old. Yeah, um, it, it, it things like this are are, I in my opinion, good in small doses. Um, they do it a lot in this one. Yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, it is it is a one page sort of take on the history of photography, and they talk about you know, uh, uh, peace and, uh, and, and, and all of these guys going through and technology and how things have changed and how money has been in, you know, involved in it. And, and they show, uh, there's a lot that's missing. Oh, there's to, a ton missing. And, yeah. and that's kind of what I, the reason why I put it up here was 
that it's an interesting read because there are a few things in here you may or may not know, but at the same time, it's also kind of fun just to see one person's take trying to condense it down. I do, however, like the Philippe Kahn 1997 first mobile phone picture that was shared. Did you see that one? Like two thirds of the way down, there's a picture of a baby. And it was the first photo to be shared using a mobile phone was taken by Philippe Kahn. Oh, oh, no kidding. I, okay, I didn't even read the caption of that. Look at that. He developed the first camera phone. Oh, it's yeah, it's all like, what is that, 32 colors, whether you need it or not? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's all yeah. dithered. Yeah. Well, it's probably like a, a GIF. I think a lot of those took, took you say GIF or GIF. What's, what's your take on that? Uh, well, you know, Gary was there and he says it's GIF, so who am I to argue? Uh, I know, I still say GIF. Although it's, you know, it's not graphics so yeah it is that's true graphical inter graphics interchange format right yeah it's not it's not graphics yeah uh, uh I, I, just, the, the the future part is the part that i think is a little uh you know they talk about oh you'll just have a, a lens in your eye and you blink a certain way and you take a picture or google glass or i you hope know. not yeah, that's the thing. It says every two minutes we snap as many photos as in the, as in, as the all of humanity took in the 1800s. Every two minutes, Yahoo wow. estimates that by 2014, 880 billion photographs will be taken. It's 123 photos for every man, woman, and child on Earth. And imagining that you know a huge, large chunk of the Earth doesn't take pictures, this is pretty crazy. You know, I saw a thing the other day. I was I don't know how I got on it. I, I was I was watching a documentary from 1971 where Attenborough, one of the Attenborough brothers, went to New Guinea with a bunch of guys to find some tribe that had never contacted humans, you know, modern humans or, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. And they walked for, you know, days and days and days and they were like camping and they knew they were like two days away from where they've heard that this tribe was. And all of a sudden they turn around and the tribe, like a bunch of guys are coming out of the woods and talking to them. And they have footage of like them talking to them and giving them some salts and trying to trade stuff and whatever. And I was just thinking, could you imagine what those guys thought of the camera? Like a oh, movie yeah. camera? They must yeah, have been like, yeah. what the heck is that thing that guy's pointing at me? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and they were, they, and a few of them were kind of looking at it slightly puzzled, like, what the heck? You know? But they just sort of went with it. It was just interesting. Anyway, I'll put this link in the show notes. Hey, uh, I, I pasted a link into Skype for you. Okay. Uh, this Killing Lincoln. Okay, yep. This is the companion site for the Nat Geo series that they did, but th- this is a, f- a fantastic example of the of the parallax scrolling. Yes, okay. So maybe put that in as, a, as, uh, as another I example. Can, uh, I, can, I can put that in as another example. I just have to yeah, stop. The really well done. Playing. Um, all right, what else we got on the list? Uh, we have, oh, your seven-year-old prodigy. Want to talk about yeah, that? what do you, did you watch this? What do you think of this? <laughs> I think she goes through a lot of crappy ass violins. Yeah. Okay. So, it, it, to me, it feels like her parents trying to make her into something. The, the, yeah, I, I don't. Is, is I don't that, understand. Do you agree this. or disagree? I yeah, I don't understand this. I it, it seems to me marketing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That video so, of her is totally marketing, and like her performing in front of a bunch of people and. Interestingly Ooh, enough, right. though, it was in Utah, she is, and it said the Latter Day Saint, whatever it is. Is she Mormon? Is it like a Mormon I, I don't, thing? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it was on Design Taxi. It's a seven-year-old girl, yeah, um, Australian oh, Alita Australian. Andre. Yeah, 
I missed uh, she, she says she started to paint when she was just nine months old. Okay. You know, I know nine-month-old kids. If yeah. she was painting... And you know what? Even her painting, quote-unquote, is like her dripping stuff onto stuff. And then putting glitter and toys and things like that. Yeah. But, but, but if you watch this video, the quotes that are, that are thrown out... Are gratuitous. They're silly. <laughs> yeah, they are. And the way, that they, the way that they shoot that, that unicorn she made out of aluminum foil... Right. Like with like the lights coming around it. It's like, no, it's a horse made out of crumpled aluminum foil that lots of kids at seven years old would do. Yeah. This is not. I, I, I used to make swans when I was a waiter. So come on now. Kind of, right? I don't know. <laughs> it, it feels trite. And then but mine tried... had a snake in it. <laughs> and was it really her idea to say, hey, mom, give me a violin. I have an idea about how to how to conform uh, well, painting just... and music together. It's like, it just, uh, I don't know. The, the product or prodigy you know and and like showing her pictures by you know matisse and asking her opinion oh you know pretty good you know oh yeah talented up and comer you know whatever (laughs) it just (laughs) you know it just yeah but you know what at the same time you're the one who 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 sides with the with the phenom a lot of times in our discussions i just think this it just strikes me as marketing hype (sighs) wasn't wasn't Mozart's father taking him around to all the courts and showing Maybe. him off like a thing. Isn't that marketing but, but, hype? But, but, but is this, is this really good work? Is this genius work? I don't, I, I don't know. And who's to decide? That's the other yeah. question. I mean, you know, some of those people that you said, you know, who are these people making this comment? Well, those are people with, you know. Yeah, but you know, maybe the parents were friends with those people and said, but "Give me a good quote for the kids." You've got all these people who are in positions of influence making. So, it, I two things. I go, they're on the take, or what am I not seeing? <laughs> you know, yeah, sure. What what do I not get about this that I don't? You know, gush over over. I, I don't know. So it just, I thought I'd throw it in there, yeah. uh, listeners. What do you guys think? Podcast at ontakingpictures dot com. I like I like your little comment. You're like seven year old prodigy, phenom or fluff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great in the show notes. That's awesome. <laughs> and now all I can imagine her is her dressed up is like marshmallow fluff. Yeah. Well, it's good there stuff. You go. uh, go. All right. Last week we talked about. You were you you had brought up the article about uh, minorities as artists, right? And we had a long discussion, and we got lots of feedback. Um, most of which I think generally agrees with what we were saying. I don't think anybody's just like you're wrong, but they they pushed it off in directions that we either didn't think of or we didn't highlight. Even though I think we were sort of in in the same thing. Uh, uh yeah. What do, what do you want to say look, about? I, uh, look, I, 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 I think that minorities are underrepresented, not just in art, but and all everywhere. kinds of stuff. Yep. Yeah. You know, take your pick. Um, there was, that was plainly evident in DC and that, that's another discussion, but, but the, the, the separation of, of class and wealth and privilege and position was, was blatantly obvious in DC. Yeah. Uh, but again, that's another discussion. Um, and, and, uh, you know, one of the, one of the emails we got was from, uh, Brom Rhodes, 
uh, and it was, I'm not going to read the entire thing cause it's very long, but it's, it's <laughs> Rom, you're, you're exactly right. It does matter. And I, and I hope that we didn't come off, uh, implying that it doesn't matter no. because it, because it does matter. I it think, matters quite a bit. I think and we I, were uh, more implying that there's, I don't know that what we individually can do about it. Uh, true. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. Um, so, uh, uh, Brahm, uh, recommends, uh, a documentary called Through a Lens Darkly, which I found and I haven't watched yet, uh, by Thomas Allen Harris. Um, we'll find it it, put it in, the in short, it shows how photography, uh, professional and family photos have portrayed African Americans since photography was invented. I think you'll find it interesting. I think we will. It does look interesting. Um, and, and he also, uh, uh, calls us to task a little bit. A little bit, yeah, for for not yeah. and, and not wait, intentional. Well, let me read this part. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, quote: uh, I mean this next bit in the g- uh, gentlest, kindest possible way. How many photographers of the week have been black or Hispanic or other underrepresented minority in the U.S.? Well, you know, I would even argue, why does it have to be the U.S. or any other represented minority? I think it's just trying to get a mix in general. But yeah, I, right. So so we, redact uh, we, redact in the U.S. and just another right, yep. under yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, uh, I say that not having done count and honestly, uh, I rarely look to see the ethnicity of the photographers. Well, see, but even Brom, you're even saying there like that to you, it doesn't matter. So should it matter on the other end too? You know, uh, in any case, I know you did Gordon Parks. I can't remember another African American besides him. And I'm sure we have, but I, I don't, I don't keep track. This is a good question for who's keeping track. Matheson. Matheson. Um, Uh, you've done a number of world photographers, had a Nigerian photographer recently, a photographer from Hong Kong, a Vietnamese photographer, and a few other from around the world. But the majority have been white guys and a few women. For simplicity, I'm lumping white American and Commonwealth yet into one group, not faulting. And you know what? It's true. Um, I think this is part of the problem is just that those are also the 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 ones that are in the canon of photographers who have been famous over the last century. You know? Right. So in in some ways, I don't think it's that we're choosing those people by choice. It's that those are the people that we've been exposed to. No, and, and he's he's clear about that. Yeah, he, you know, right. he he says I don't I don't for a minute yeah. think you've been you're being exclusionary and right. you're doing this sort of hey let's let's choose another white guy. And, and, but and I mean, not. I guess what I'm saying is that yeah. I think it's even <clears> hard <throat> to it's not hard to find them. They exist, but like it's hard for me to know which. African American or Asian photographers or whatever are the ones other than just me liking their work or something are the ones that are, are, are well known. You know what I mean? Like right. those lists are harder to find. Um, but, but it's, maybe, it's maybe that's a need fault. To take. Maybe that's a fault on us of, of looking, maybe, maybe it doesn't have to be well known. Yeah, it's just sure. true. Interesting or inspiring and, or and, moving. And you know what? A lot of the ones <clears throat> that you and I have chosen who were a little more far flung uh, tended to be ones that people recommended to us. Right. So we are aware of it. And when they do come in front of us, we try to use them. Right. Is that fair? Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, so, so, so yeah, you're you. right. Yeah. Brom, uh, uh, gave us a couple selections of, of websites that have, uh, uh, different photographers, uh, of different ethnicities. And, uh, this week's photographer of the week came from one of those sites, uh, not, because he came from one of those sites, but because I was looking through and, and went, wow, that's really cool stuff. What, what about the David Nappy mill? You want to talk about that one? Uh, I have it in front of me. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's a new listener, <clears throat> blah, blah, blah. Okay. Oh, um, right, 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 right. Parenting said, a future uh, yeah. artist. Yeah. And he said, uh, 
in my work at a community college, I often have the opportunity to help students figure out what they want to do, quote unquote, for a living and how to get there. Uh, I know many people who want to pursue the arts struggle just to get support from friends and family to pursue those other interests for my eighth grader. He's got an eighth grade uh, daughter. Uh, that's not a problem. She's got support and encouragement. Her talent brings me to tears. What baffles me though, is how to figure out the best way to help her professionally. Uh, I often compare this against someone who wants to become a nurse for them. It's a well-defined profession, which has been around for generations. You take these classes, you go to that school, you take the licensing exams, you're a nurse. Uh, it's a job, uh, that is well-defined and generally understood for people who want to go into the arts though. What's the best path to BFA or not to BFA? Is that the question? Does one even need to go to college? Shudder. <laughs> and yeah. uh, should we search high and low for an apprenticeship? I'm not asking for advice, blah, blah, blah. Uh, cultural challenge, employment challenge, talent versus reality challenge. I want to hear what you think. It, that is a incredible, and I mean, that's sort of the, one of the larger themes of the show, right? Over right, 140 right, right, right. episodes. Um, it is tough and it's changing, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. 30 years ago, if you did go to brooks or sva whatever it is and then got an apprenticeship assisting some big guy for x years and then you go out on your own and get your own studio and make contacts and get work uh, you know, but i don't know that that works anymore or rather yeah. i don't know that it's necessary i don't know how many of the photographers that i know who are working pros how many of them went to school for it i didn't you know yeah. and i know a lot who haven't so that it's, it's yeah this is a tough one uh i uh 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 David, I, I reached out to a friend of mine who is, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, who is a writer, producer, director, uh, and, and, uh, he's going to be a guest on, on a show. We're going to hopefully record this week. Uh, and I'm going to ask him, uh, he came here to be an actor from, from Louisiana, uh, and, and had done improv and had done off Broadway, uh, and never really found his groove as an actor instead found, uh, a career on the other side of the camera. Uh, but one of the things I I'd like to ask him is, is knowing what you know now, what would you have told your 14 year old self? Yeah. The problem, and, and maybe that'll be something interesting. It is interesting, but you know, to, to belabor the point, that's also asking at a different time, right? Sure. I mean, you know, like sure. what he sure. would have done in 1994, Compared to today, I mean, that's the thing, like any, anybody who is further along in their career now, any advice that you get from them may not be relevant at all for what is happening in the future or sure. today. And that, I think that's the big problem, right? Uh, how many photographers do we know who had great careers for 30 years and can barely grind it out now because of the way the thing has changed or people who didn't have a career and suddenly have it because they've got X a lot of followers on you know, Facebook or whatever, you know, right. Or um, Instagram or whatever, or Instagram yeah. or whatever. It's, mm -hmm. it's, man, it's tough. It's, it's a very, very tough question. Uh, we'll have to get into that later. What are we yeah. talking about next week? But, by the uh, way? Thanks guys yeah. uh, for, for bringing this in. Hey, uh, one of the things, and I forgot to mention this to you offline and I'm sorry about that. Uh, -oh. uh, Patrick sent me, uh, this, uh, it's, it's a film called time zero, the last year of Polaroid. And I was thinking we could watch it. It's on Netflix. Okay. I was thinking we could watch it and talk about it next week and okay. maybe give the listeners a chance to watch it too. We'll put it in the show oh, that's notes. that's a good idea. Yeah, Time Zero on Netflix. Yeah, the last year of Polaroid. So uh, maybe we can talk about that ne next week. Oh, I'm down for that. All right. Uh, I love, you know, I love all these 
somewhat silly documentaries. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Time zero. I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. You say wait, it's wait, on. We... You say it's on Netflix, though. That's what he says. Yeah. And then, oh, in fact, it is. I put it on my uh, my watch list. It's on streaming as well, so you don't have to get the DVD if you've got the streaming oh, yeah. plan. Well, that's that's the way. Does yeah. anybody actually still get the DVDs? I don't know anybody who gets DVDs anymore. Yeah, it better be on the streaming plan or else we're in trouble because there's probably yeah. six copies of it in the entire yeah, yeah. DVD system. And, and there, is a, there is a really uh, uh, cool Chrome extension called Ola okay. that uh, allows you to watch uh, the Netflix from like the UK or you know, other oh, countries. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a, um, uh, yeah, what's it like a proxy type proxy thing. Proxy server, yeah. Yeah. Tunneling. VPN. Right. right. Look at yeah. you. With the with the acronyms, come on, keep them coming. What network. else you got? Uh, you're going <laughs> to tunnel through the VPN to I don't know another backbone. <laughs> That's right on the <laughs> on on the hub <laughs> yeah, of yeah, yeah. the firewall. Yeah, you're going to six six hops. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, we'll talk about that next week, and uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about. Um, Modern art as torture next week, which I oh yeah that which, that was yeah which I think uh, I have an idea of about a discussion about that so we'll it's, we'll discuss it's that. fascinating so yeah. what uh, what do you, how did people do last week on the on the group come on you know that you know how they did because sometimes they're a little weak yeah. uh, not as <laughs> yeah wow okay that was Bill that was Bill it wasn't me that was Bill. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the, the, the food one didn't, I, you know, the, the, the shadows one still is, is by far the most turnout, but, but having said that, uh, wait, are you David saying that Ru- not enough people did food or that the food pictures were weak? What are you trying no, to the say? The food pictures were good. Just not a lot of food. And that's okay. That's okay. You're not, okay. you're not going to feel every one of them. Uh, David, David Rice, that pie looks amazing. Yeah. And Weathersby's putting up pictures of in and out burgers, which just let me say, you know, for somebody who lives in New York, that's mean. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Okay. Uh, those are on lettuce. Those are not In-N-Out burgers. Yeah, that, that, yeah that, well, they're In-N-Out burgers that's protein. Yeah, I know. What is it called? Mm, protein style or something like that? Uh, lame is what that's called. Yeah, what do they call it, though? They call it when you want it on lettuce. I think it is protein style. But that, yeah. yeah. No. 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 <laughs> Swing and a miss, Weathersby. Try again. Go get a bun. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jeffrey. <laughs> uh, so what do we got for this week? Yeah. Uh, I like this, this one. Week, I, I came up with this one. Bill came up with this one. And this is, I, I'm digging this. Uh, distortion yep. is this week. Yeah. I have an idea and this for this is, one. And I'm going to do it tonight. Yeah. This is cool. Uh, uh, could be metaphorical. Could be literal. No. Uh, dig this. Oh, and uh, uh, Fernando... Carvalho da Silva, I hope I didn't butcher your name. Sure. Uh, put up something in the group. Magnum is having a, a square print sale. Yeah, that was interesting. So if you uh, uh, you can get signed six by six prints from Magnum photographers for a hundred bucks. So if you if you've always wanted a they're, you know a Bruce Davidson deep, or uh, uh, even an Elliot Erwitt, you can get a six by six Elliot Erwitt print for a uh, hundred bucks. That's neat. That's kind of cool. Bruce yeah. Gilden. Uh, what else we got here? All Larry Toll. Uh, yeah, wow. There's some good stuff in here. David Allen Harvey. Oh, that's a nice shot by David Allen Harvey. Are you going uh, to go buy some art right now? Yeah. Yeah, like like with all the extra C notes I've got lying around. Yeah, I'll send you some. What? 
<laughs> Reversal of fortune. <laughs> really? Uh, all right. So distortion. Uh, distortion. Yeah. Right. Oh, and and just as an aside, I I kind of looked at this. That that control panel for DaVinci Resolve with the with the the the, the track balls yeah, and all that yeah yeah that's nuts. Well, yeah, and uh, you know the, the people who are using it like that. I mean those those control surfaces cost like a hundred grand or fifty grand or something like that. Oh wow! So the, okay. the, the that's like serious people. Although if you go to the main DaVinci Resolve website, which I will stick up on the thing, <clears throat> on the sides of the guy they have these B and W Nautilus speakers. Uh, that's, that's the speaker that I have. Actually, I have a slightly smaller one than that, but that's, that's the brand and, and, and model. With, with the, uh, with the gold, like the gold, it's not actually gold. Top. It's actually, well, the, the, the tweeter is sitting up on top the mid range oh, okay. driver. The, the yellow one is yeah, actually yeah. made out of Kevlar. Oh, okay. That's, that's okay. what mine look like. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah, but people, people, it's, it's pretty cool stuff. Those are, those are just a little more expensive than my, my Logitech 2.1 speakers. That I'm using. Slightly more expensive than yeah. But you know what? They've lasted me for 16 but you know years. What? And My Logitechs work. have a remote. Boom. Right there. Yeah. Boom. I, I run, I run everything through my computer. Um, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I'll put, I'll put a link to resolve. And if anybody plays with video, uh, you can play with resolve too. It's free for, yeah. down, free for download and use. Um, all right. So photographer of the week in keeping with our new, uh, expansion, trying to expand into other unknowns. What do you got? Uh, this guy's work is terrific. Luis Gonzalez Palma. All right. Who sent, did you find this one or who sent it in? No, I found this on one of the sites that, that, uh, that, that, uh, uh, Brom. Oh, Brom. Uh, right. Sent right. it. Brom Rhodes. Yeah. Um, He's got some trippy stuff, this guy. Yeah. Uh, so he, he does some really cool like collage work. That's, that's one type. He does, uh, some portraiture that kind of reminds me of some of the Paul Strand stuff in, in how, how dark and and, and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, really good stuff. I mean, and I I don't mean to sound surprised. I'm not surprised because it just, it's really interesting. Yeah. And he's a, not, not a super young guy. The guy, he's uh, born in 1957, which means he's, you know, uh, 10, 12, carry the one 16 years younger than you. <laughs> um, no, seriously, no. 1957. So, I mean, the guys, what are coming up on 60, right? Yeah. I love the, uh, the boats, the sailboats that are, that are on comforters as, as their, their, their sea. Yeah. Some on of the those. one, yeah, that one's beautiful. I, it's, it's interesting. Some of the ones where he cut furniture in pieces yeah. yep. to make it go through walls and stuff. So there's a certain level of, there's a certain amount of money and production work involved in some of these, you know, to actually pull them off. Do you like the one of the wig on the guy's front of the guy's face? That one's weird. Uh, yes, but I like it. I like this stuff. I yeah. like the texture. I like the, uh, <sighs> the leg of the, cha- of the table through the chair. That's weird. There's, there's craft here that goes beyond. Yes. The photograph. Yep. A lot of that. Yeah. yeah. There's a and, lot of production work, which I'm assuming he is either involved in or does himself. Yes. But I, either way, the, the, these, these, much of his work, in fact, most, it looks like, they're objects. They're actual objects. They're not yep. just, just looking at a screen. Yep. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but for, for me, taking the, the, the work into the physical uh, makes it that much more interesting. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, where's this? Where's this guy? Uh, Argentina. Argentina. Argentinian photographer, Luis Gonzalez Palma. Yeah, this we, is uh, this is good stuff. Very uh, dramatic. Very. Some of it's like really like Twin Peaksy kind of stuff. Yeah, and like his own his own uh, portrait on the um, on his about page on the biography page. Uh, uh, Biographia. Looks like a, a tintype or a daguerreotype. Oh, yeah. That's great. Maybe a tintype. Yeah. Who I think is by uh, somebody else here, Marion. Mont- English text. Monte- here we go. Montes Montes Doca. Born in Guatemala, 1957. Lives and works in Cordoba, Argentina. Yep. Uh, has participated in uh, Venice Bien. Okay. Work in publication. So he's he's. he's Oh, he's, Very well, he's, he's yeah. well-regarded, he's well-known. In fact, uh, if you go look at his uh, collections page, it'll tell you all the places that own his work. Yeah. Oh, uh, LACMA. There you go. Uh, in, let's see, Santa Barbara Museum of Art. There you go. Uh, he's everywhere. Santa Barbara Museum of Art. That's just, Every time I think of Santa Barbara now, I just think of uh, Psych. <laughs> That's funny, yeah. I know. You know, and you're not telling the truth. Um, yeah, yeah good, really terrific work. Excellent choice. Uh, yeah, you know what it is? It's also very, it's varied, right? So it's, he's got these black and white shots lit by like half a light. He's got stuff where he has shot and then printed and then folded the paper and then shot that again. Like right. That one of the, the guy with the crazy old Spanish paper collar on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so there's like, yeah, and it looks like it's printed on like rice paper or something. Yeah, it's really then, fascinating. Yeah, and then there's straight portraits that look heavily processed, but then there's also uh, uh, portraits of, uh, uh, you know, women straight portraits, and then there's also ones of projected on objects. There's all kinds of stuff in here that is yeah. Uh, there's a lot of experimentation, which I, I I really resonate with this a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Graphic overlays. Uh, in the, let's see. I wonder if they uh, were done, uh, straight or, or in post. Yeah. Uh, Mobius is the section in case you want to look along. Um, yeah, it almost looks like they are actual physical overlays. Yeah. Or projections. If you look at Mobius five. Yeah. Look at Mobius five. You can see quite a bit of texture in the color there. Uh, Not that you couldn't that. do that in Photoshop, but it almost looks like they were, they were painted or, or somehow put down on the on the actual pieces yeah sorry i'm looking at it now pulling it up one two three four five yeah 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 yeah. all those geometric shapes yeah looks almost like um yeah laid on like a um uh collage and then yeah shot again those are weird yeah good stuff actually it it looked you know what these are it looks like these are printed on canvas uh could have been yeah, terrific stuff. Anyway, Luis Gonzalez Palma, I hope I'm saying that correctly. Yeah. Photographer of the week. Hey, speaking of which, uh I was looking I was gonna print something yesterday and uh Adorama had a new paper called Fuji Super Matte. Mm. And apparently it, it, it comes out, it's got like a deep D Mac, so like it can show black blacks and stuff like that. But the surface is smooth and it's non reflective. Neat. But it's really expensive. It's like twice or three times more expensive than standard like luster prints. Wow. And I'm just throwing it out there to see if anybody out there has ever gotten some of these and to see what they think. I was just wondering. Might as well use the community. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's it called again? Fuji what? I think it's Fuji Super Matte. 
Fuji Super Matte. Uh, is that what it's called? Deep Matte, maybe. Maybe it's Deep Matte. Uh, it's yeah, it's 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 uh some fair, relatively new paper. Yeah, archive Crystal Archive Deep Matte paper. Uh, so anyway, if anybody's got any thoughts on that, uh, send them along to uh, podcast at untakingpictures.com. You got anything else? I'm good. You All good? Right. Yeah, I think we're good. Uh, so uh, let's uh, wrap this up. Uh, how do they get a hold of us? Uh, well, as you just mentioned, podcast at untakingpictures.com. Yep. You can call like uh, like Tom from uh, from Michigan. Tom from Michigan. We love 347-687-9411. 347-687-9411. Uh, Bill tweets at Bill Wadman. I tweet at Jeffrey Sidoris. Yep. And, uh, and we will see you next week. Hey, let's, let, you know what? I had such a good time at that meetup, and I know you did too. We got to figure out another one. Yeah. Well, you know, we've had like three of them. What about like a multi-day thing? What about like, a, like an overnight? Like a sleepover? Like an OTP sleepover? Well, that would be fun, but then you got to get people who have nothing else to do. It's hard enough getting people to show up for a few hours. To do? What do you mean well, people who can, you know, go and take a night away from their families to go camping with you and Joshua Tree. Not Joshua Tree. No. Maybe like San Francisco or New Orleans. Oh, I see. All right, I see we were all meeting up somewhere. Yeah, we yeah. can talk about it. Let's talk right. about it. I need all to right. get out of this. Uh, I need to get out of town in the uh, if, middle if of the you winter. Need, you need to get out of that place if it's the last thing you ever do. Yeah, what is that like lyric from? I need to get out of this place. Oh, yeah. Something about me and you. Bye, Jeffrey. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Say what you want to say I know what you will say Will he?